I think that when we are able to surrender our control and surrender to the just the way of this cosmic whatever universe or whatever you want to call it that's when true true like magic can happen because there's so much space that's created and when we're constantly holding on to things and this and that there's no room you know there's no room for imagination there's no room for um, creativity there's no room for freedom now let the magic begin It's Raquel, and yes, you read the title correctly because um, I can't express enough my gratitude for having Trevor back on the podcast for a third time. And in this episode, we're talking a lot about his new album called In and Through the Body. And if you have not listened to this album yet, you 1000% are missing out. I don't know what you're doing because it is beautiful. In fact, I know it's going to sing to your soul and you're human. And yeah, go listen, go stream it, go download it on iTunes. <laughs> and yeah, listen on YouTube, on Spotify. That's where I usually listen. And also, you can check out his visual meditations on his YouTube, which are visual meditations to the songs on the album, to some of the songs on the album. And of course, all of that is linked below. Anyway, you you can hear my excitement for having Trevor on the podcast in the very beginning of this episode. (laughs) When I was editing, I was like, oh my gosh, Raquel, take it down a notch. It's so funny. (laughs) Anyway, yeah. But again, it's Trevor's new album, There's also more info on trevorhallmusic.com, so go check it out. Also, after you listen to this episode and you binge his entire album, In and Through the Body, you may want to listen to Trevor's other episodes, which I will also link below if you haven't listened to them already, especially the one with his wife, Emery, who happens to be on his new album as well and i have an episode a podcast episode where him and emery come on and they share a lot about their relationship together but in this episode trevor talks about having emery on this album and their creation process for the songs in fact they wrote one of them together but you know what i'm gonna save that for the episode save that surprise there's so much gold that he shared along with the recording process and how it's simply just different than his other albums. And plus, we also get to learn the meaning behind many of his songs that are on the album. So we get pretty deep. We get pretty deep into other things, especially given the state, the nature of today. (laughs) There's a lot of fire within a lot of us right now. And so We just dive into that and also dealing with hate and negativity and his relationship with Kalima and something that honestly goes on in my world too, which is when you start to see yourself beyond this image that 
was created at one point and that served you at one point when people first fell in love with you but of course you're an evolving human and so when you begin to really release that veil or release that grip of holding on to your image that is out there on social media and out there in the world and just begin to see and express the real you, the evolved you, the you you are today. And so we talk a bit about that and I couldn't be more grateful to have explored that (laughs) in this episode as it's something that is indeed challenging, but what's more challenging is not honoring your evolution and who you are now and not not being you, you know, not being real. Authenticity is the most magnetic thing in the universe. So yeah, I loved hearing this side of Trevor. It was really fun. It was really raw and really real. And it was just, it felt like I was chatting with a brother that I knew. So it was really, really cool. Anyway, Again, go stream In and Through the Body on Spotify or Apple or YouTube or SoundCloud or wherever you stream and find out more info on trevorhallmusic.com. By the way, I randomly felt like, you know what, I feel like I should do some sort of fun giveaway to appreciate my listeners, (laughs) the listeners of this podcast. And so for people who share this episode, I'm going to do a special giveaway for you and I'll give two tickets to one person for one of Trevor Hall's shows for his 2021 tour, The City of Your Choice. And it's simply just share this episode on your Insta story and tag Trevor at Trevor Hall Music and myself at Raquel Mantra. Spelling for all that is in the show notes, of course. And I'll select a random winner either this weekend or early next week. So feel free to add a touch like your favorite song on his album or something like that as well. Just to spice it up some plus, you know, I'm sure that he likes when people share his music. And yeah, thank you. If you do decide to share, then I just thank you so much for the love and sharing this episode and getting the word out there. So yeah, that would be really fun. Yeah, this episode is indeed full of gold, full of gold that Trevor shares from his soul, especially this entire process of this album, which truly brought him joy, pure joy, pure happiness where he felt nourished from this creation. And that's probably one of the reasons why you and I, I'm assuming you, are drawn to artists like Trevor Hall because you can tell that they're truly just writing for their soul, from their soul, not for the admiration or the numbers or to make a lot of money, but no, just to truly share what brings you joy and creating and your truth. So yeah, this episode is full of gold and I'm excited for you to listen. One last thing, this episode is sponsored by Skillshare, which by the way, they have a new update. So Skillshare is now offering the first 1000 people who go to our link, Euromagic's link, which is skillshare.com magic. They are gifting the first 1000 people a free trial of their Skillshare premium membership. If you're unfamiliar with Skillshare, well, Skillshare is an online learning community for creatives and offers 
unlimited access to thousands of classes in illustration, in design, photography, video, and so much more. So here are some classes, by the way. One is how to start a profitable online coaching business. And then in light of this episode, I found a class called Songwriting and Composing Melodies, which has over 10,000 students. Yeah, I thought that sounded interesting. So again, new Skillshare update. The first 1,000 people to go to Skillshare.com magic will receive a free trial for Skillshare's premium membership. More on Skillshare in the middle of this episode. With all of that being said, I believe it is time to let the magic begin with Trevor Hall. You realize this is your third time on the show. I, I was thinking I can't I couldn't remember how many times I've done it. I'm just happy that you, you you're not bored with me and you keep asking me to come back. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I was like nervous. I've been wanting you to come back on. I'm like, man, I don't want to bother him. And I'm just like, come back on the show. But no, yeah. no, it's a pleasure. It's a pleasure. Uh, it's an honor. It's an honor. And also your episode with Emery that you did together on this podcast, literally oh, yeah. one of my favorite episodes. Oh, good. Oh, good. Yeah, because at that time I was going through a lot of crazy stuff. And for whatever reason, the messages that you shared, I needed that at that time. Oh, good. I'm glad. <laughs> I'm glad. Are you in Colorado? <laughs> I am. I'm. I'm. I'm home. Um, we are here. Just yeah. Just uh, day by day. You know. Uh huh. Um, it's been busy. You know. Obviously, with the new album and stuff. But um, it's just been. It's been good to be. It's been good being home for so long. To be honest, I'm still not like stir crazy. I think just because we travel so much, it's. It's just been like gotten into a good rhythm. You finally have a break. Yeah, it's you been really relax. nice. Yeah, a break from traveling at least. Yeah. Right. So, um, yeah, no, we're here and um, it's starting, fall's kind of starting. So it's it's nice. Fall has been, because I'm also in the Rockies, I'm in Utah. And it's, oh, okay. I, I think that we have very similar uh, climates. Yeah, I'm sure. Because you're in Boulder, right? Yeah, we're in Boulder. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like red and gold and yeah, yellow. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. <laughs> I mean, today is really nice. Yesterday we had a lot of um, smoke. We have there's a fire that's in like <gasps> near Fort Collins. No, uh, but it's not so. It's not awful, I don't think. But um, uh. we did have quite a day yesterday. It's just. It's been so wild, you know. <laughs> Everything's been so wild. So wild. How's quarantine been for you, both of you? I'm so curious. Yeah, it's been good. I mean, I think in the beginning, obviously, we were like, "This is crazy," you know, and and <laughs> yeah. uh, like everybody else, and just yep. just feeling like, "How long, you know, is this gonna last?" and and um, what does this mean? And whatever, all this stuff. Um, and it, but it took us a while to kind of settle in, you know, because I think we're, like I said, we're so used to traveling. And even if we're not traveling, we're, you know, thinking about our next trip, you know, so we're never really like, um, you know, rooted in a way. And right. so it took us a long time to kind of um, just really let our systems and slow down and our minds kind of understand, no, no, like you're here, like uh -huh. there's there's nowhere to go, and and you know it's it's been really nice. I mean, on one hand, to have the break, to be um, at home for so long, to 
focus on, you know, things that perhaps I wouldn't have time to focus on, you know, if I was on tour, like that's been really refreshing. Um, but then on the other side, you know, my heart is breaking for like so many people. And also, especially within our industry, you know, our music business, it's been really, really hard. So it's kind of weird. It's kind of like a bittersweet feeling or should I, should I be happy, you know, or, but, um, you know, we're just taking it day by day and um, just trying to use it as an opportunity to, you know, go deeper and and uh, continue the practice, really. Oh, my gosh. You know that there are other people that are really having a hard time. But yeah. that's also true about the music industry. But also, I noticed the music industry. I mean, you're also an independent artist. So right. I can't even fathom how challenging it is these days. But it's just changed drastically absolutely since you started as an independent artist absolutely yeah i mean it's it's wild uh we've definitely gone through so many different changes and within our own team or or whether we're on a label or not and it's just been a wild ride you know we're always learning every day always learning something you know you've been doing it for so long and you think you you know you may have like an understanding of of the inner workings of everything and but it, it just every day is something new you know and we're always trying to adjust and adapt and um you know stay creative you know really that's the that's the bottom line I love that you also stay individually you you're not following what you assume might be like a trend you're really in your own lane and I think that's one of the reasons why I'm drawn to you as an artist hmm, that's interesting that's a compliment <laughs> that, that is a compliment that is a compliment <laughs> you also got to work with Brad Cook that was pretty cool huh yeah how was that yeah that was that was like Man, that was so amazing. I could gush forever. I could seriously gush forever. I I like love that guy. Um yeah, that was an interesting experience because I am such a huge, you know, Boney Bear fan, um Sylvanesso fan, you know, all these people that he's like worked with. Um and we were kind of in this interesting position where we had a lot, I had a lot of demos that were, you know, pretty far along. And, and Mm. it was kind of the question that we had in our camp was like, you know, should we do this ourselves, kind of save the money um, and just make it, you know, is it necessary to bring somebody else in? That was kind of the the conversation. And like a lot of my team was like, you know, I think that, you know, the songs are amazing as they are like, just, I think you can do it yourself. Mm -hmm. And for me, I was kind of like, I know I can do it myself, but I, I don't know. I just want to make sure that I'm going as far as I can, you know, I'm stretching as far as I can. So we reached out to Brad um, and I was just blown away that he like his replied, you know, I was like, Oh shit, this is so cool. You know? (laughs) And, uh, and he was like, yeah, just come out to North Carolina. He, he lives in North Carolina. Just come out to North Carolina for a few days and we'll see how it goes, you know? So it's always kind of a little nerve wracking, you know, you're, you're going somewhere for a few days and like, I usually know right away, like when I meet the person, like, I'm like, this is not going to work out Mm -hmm. or like, this is, it's just the thing, like right away at my intuition. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I was nervous on seeing him just because even though I look up to a lot of projects that he's done, 
doesn't mean I'm going to get along with him, you know, musically <laughs> or creatively, True. you know. Yeah. So I was a little nervous and I showed up and he was just so relaxed and so just laid back and chill. It was just there was no uh, tension. And um, we just those three days, we just went in three days. Yeah, well, we had three days and it was kind of like test the waters, you know, fair, and I, I remember the first night I was I called my manager. I was like, yo, he has to like do this album with us. You know, like <laughs> we have to make this happen. Yes. Like, I don't know how. And that's uh, and then the next day I went back in and was like, I would really love for you to know. Would you please do my record? You know? <laughs> and uh, and um, yeah, so I went back to North Carolina like maybe a month later, and that's when we did the main uh, body of work. We were there. I was there for like a month. I, that makes um, sense. Yeah, yeah, and it was just every day, just in in it, just going, reaching, reaching. You know, um, it was just such a beautiful experience. I mean, I learned so much about. Um, just create creativity and uh inspiration and he just had a beautiful approach to to music to sound to making art it was just really really refreshing for me wow Um, yeah that's a blessing wait so that recording process then was probably completely different than the fruitful darkness i'm assuming yeah they're all different you know it's so funny like no matter how many times you do it they're all so so different um like with that with that album i was i like met this kid um who was just like a genius like and i was just took a chance on him you know it was like it, he didn't really um he hadn't really produced a full record before yeah. but i just had the faith in him and um and we had we had a, a great connection and, you know, with Brad, Brad kind of had this proven kind of track record, yep. you know, and, and had worked on things. It was the first time I worked with somebody who has like worked on projects that I um, like listen to, you know, bands I like listen to like for fun or, you know, right. so that was really interesting. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. It was really, it was very cool. It was very cool. And you were also close to your home i mean like I your was, original yeah. home i know yeah, yeah my parent my sister and and uh, my mom actually drove up for like a few days oh and, it's special yeah and they hung out and then that's when they sang on the record and that was a really sweet moment so um yeah yeah it was good to be back in the south it was good to like you know do it there and and durham was such a i never really spent time in in durham north carolina um and it was just a really, really cool vibe, cool and a good part of year, a good part of the year. You yeah. know, it was kind of like just starting to get warm, but it was still cool, and it, it was it was really special. Right, it was springtime. Was it slightly before quarantine? Right. Yeah. Well, that part was really weird uh, because when I make an album, you know, when I record a record, whatever, I really kind of like shut out everything else. For like, sure. Because it takes so much energy, you know, it takes so much of my energy and, and uh, focus and all this stuff. So usually when I'm like, leave the studio or whatever, I'm just exhausted. You yeah. know, I go back and just whatever, order some food and crash, you know. It's like a quarantine experience. It is. It totally <laughs> is. You're kind of in your own bubble. So sure. we were there and like, you know, we like heard some things like whatever, like 
COVID-19, you know, and, but like, we were not focused on that. It was just kind of like, let's go, go, go. And then when we finished the record, I went to the airport in North Carolina to fly back to Colorado and like everybody was wearing masks in the airport. And I'm like, what the, what's going on? (laughs) I had no clue. I was like, what? You were living under a rock. Seriously. And I flew back and literally like three days after I landed, they started like the the lockdown quarantine. So we like just, just made it, (laughs) you know, we like just made the, the deadline in a way, but it was just so weird because I was like in one extreme world and then I stepped into another extreme world and was like, whoa, yeah. this is crazy. Okay, this has been a crazy year Crazy journey, yeah. And also, what divine timing, by the way, because who would it, like if it if you record it slightly later or let's just say, you know, you needed an extra month before you started to record, maybe you wouldn't have even been able to record for it. Like that is why. Yeah, it would have been a totally different experience. I mean, I had, I personally had to be in the room with Brad because that's, yeah. we fed off each other that way. I mean, of course, you know, it's like, oh, I could send you this file and you could send me that file, but Mm-mm. it wouldn't be the same, you know. Um, so it was very trippy to like fly home and just be like, what? Like, <laughs> I'm in this box. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was very, very trippy. That's very so trippy. crazy. Yeah, same with my retreat. My retreat in Sedona, uh-huh. it's only a few days, but it was a week right before quarantine started. So if I decided to book that retreat a week later, which I was thinking, because I had friends that mm. week that was their birthday and all that stuff. But yeah. For whatever reason, I thought it was going to be the week before. And then the week after, you know, everybody started to, uh, lockdown began. And I was yeah, like, if it was seriously, like even, honestly, even a couple of days later, because everything was just so up in the air. So right. I was just like, wow, this is crazy that literally the retreat was booked now. Oh, it's just so <laughs> wild. So wild. So wild. Now, crazy. I have to tell you, <laughs> I, tell <me. laughs> I love the album. I oh, thank you so much. Love the album, and this is thank my own interpretation. Mm. So, and I could be totally off, by the way. So I don't know, but I just felt like the, there was a different tone as well, as far as like a more lightness, but also raw and more mm. humanness, I guess, to the in yeah. and through the body versus fruitful darkness, mm-hmm. which I really appreciate. I really liked. Well, you're wrong. The interview's over. <laughs> no, no, I'm just kidding. Um, you're yeah, you're dead on. I mean, I feel like this. I was telling Emery, you know, during the process and after the process, I I really feel like this is one of the first albums I've made, like, from, like, joy, if that makes sense. And, you know, the Fruitful Darkness was, it was the Fruitful Darkness. It was a time of, written about a time of um, really getting into the deep, dark stuff and, like, but, but bringing it to the light, you know. Yeah, through my Saturn return, I needed the fruitful darkness at that time. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. what it's about, you know. And, um, you know, other albums like I Was Quite Ill or like Chapter of the Forest was like made when I was really burned out, you know. Uh, so, so, yeah, so every album, you know, kind of had this thing. And, and this album was just like kind of the first time I felt like I was just so happy i don't know it was just made in um lots of joy even though there are songs on the record that are pretty deep and Mm -hmm. you know have to do with whatever um kind of heavier emotions but they were expressed with joy they weren't expressed with um i don't know just a feeling of struggle 
And it's so interesting because usually like, you know, when you make a record, the day it comes out, it's crazy. You know, you're, you're texting and, and trying to post this and that and trying to get the numbers up and everybody's like, where are the numbers? Where are the numbers? You know? Yeah. And this time I, it was the first time that I just didn't care. Yes. I was like, I, was like, I just yeah. don't, I really don't care, you know? <laughs> and that let me know kind of in my being, you know, I'm just so happy with this album Aww. that I really don't care, you know, um, what the number is or how much we've sold and this and that. So that was a really refreshing, refreshing feeling for sure. Hell yeah. Even though your team is probably like, I want the number. Oh yeah. 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 Oh yeah. My manager is texting <laughs> me all the time. Like we're at number whatever. And this and that. And can, can we post some more? I'm like, sure. Like I'll post, but like whatever, you know, <laughs> but sure. it's, it's, it's been really beautiful. That's their job. That's that is, their job. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're, the, they're the business. The exactly. These are the artists. Yeah. And so it's like that also feeling of completion. What is your, uh, after you record, so mm-hmm. you, you came back, of course there was lockdown, so there was, right. this was a different story, but what is your just rejuvenation? Like, how does that feel? What do you do? What do you rejuvenate <laughs> and recharge? Uh, nothing. I just. Exactly. I, just, <laughs> I mean. I was so exhausted when I got back. Um, of course. But I was so, I was still kind of like on fire from um, just being, working with Brad. I still had yeah. this just creative energy. Like it didn't just go away when I left mm-hmm. the studio. Um, I came home and was like, whoa, I'm still like buzzing on this. Um, and so I made like a few more tracks here at here at home uh that made the record which was so cool uh, Wait, what? that's cool so, yeah so uh con um yeah. the second to last track was made after i got back wow. and i i got home and i was just like i'm still feeling the vibe and i wanted to write a song kind of because i was feeling all this you know that the bubble from covid was kind of i was like contemplating this thing and was like mm-hmm wow, everything's just so impermanent and changing and this yeah. and that. And and that song kind of came out from that. Um, and then I made um, I made uh, uh, the first track, Blue Sky Mind, um, here at the house when I got back. So a few, a few tracks were made. I was still just so on fire. But then I kind of, I like to answer your question, I really just crashed. And that involved me just literally lying on the couch and just doing nothing it's yeah. totally Watch Netflix. Just literally like ordering every meal to the house yeah. like DoorDash, uber eats like the best bring it to me you know? yep so I, I just i just crashed so hard that's what I would do. Yeah, yeah. And I think that people need to, because I feel like we are in this society where people feel like we need to always go, go, go and accomplish, accomplish, accomplish. But there's so much power in seriously just resting and letting yourself just yeah. be, allow yourself to just enjoy sitting on the couch, order Postmates, because you spent so much time creating this beautiful entity that's now going to go to many people. And yeah, right, it's right. Like you deserve that time. Oh yeah. I totally need the the zoning out time. There you go. For zone sure. Out. I think for sure. So, 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 so important, but some people, yeah. you know, we're lucky to be in the Rocky mountains. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people are just kind of chilling, but if you're in LA, a lot of my friends, 
they work on a project and they literally just can't stop. They just go to the next. And then all of a sudden, yeah, I don't know like, if I could do that. No, definitely. I don't know if I could do that. <laughs> Even Brad, you know, talking with Brad after we got done with our thing, I'm like, what are you guys going to do? And he's like, oh, I got like a week off. And then a week? I start another <laughs> record. And I'm like, oh my God. I was like, I'm done. I'm literally. <laughs> but some people have that fire. I appreciate that fire, you know um yeah for sure yeah that's yeah. true that's very true and it's also cool that you wrote blue sky mind at your place in colorado because okay so that was obviously the first one i listened to because it was the first one on the album yeah right? yeah and i was yeah. walking along one of these beautiful trails you know what they look like because yeah yeah similar. yeah and that song came on and i was like oh this would be a really good song to guide a meditation or breathwork session and then right right i was scrolling through my emails and thomas you said that 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 was actually a meditation and i was like wait are you mm. kidding me it's intended as a meditation as well correct yeah well i made we made these um these kind of we called them meditations like clips where it's just kind of a visual accompaniment you know to the songs and uh for that one i had like it was just me and like the blue sky behind I know. Me. yeah 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 like, so, looking at your rings as well your rings yeah well. yeah so those are just kind of like these i don't know just like these visuals to go yeah, cool. with with the songs, you know, like now that we're not on tour and that we can't tour, you know, we've, we've, we have to shift our focus in other places to represent the album, you know, because mm -hmm. before, you know, you'd release a record and you'd go on tour. That was the best way to kind of get the word out there about the new songs and the new projects. So now we've, we've been uh, kind of forced to, you know, look at different avenues. And um, one of the main things we're just trying to do is just to create as as much content as we can for the record you know and it's really refreshing to me because i've always wanted to i'm such a visual person and i've always wanted to uh focus more on like visual aspects of the art and music videos and this and that but i've never had the time because we're we've just been so busy on the road so it's been really cool to kind of shift that focus a bit Oh, that is cool. See, there, yeah. there are so many bonuses to this for sure, time for as sure. well. But the reason yeah. why I thought of it as a meditation as well, and I thought that that was, now I understand it's the visual meditation, which is amazing. Mm. You know, your lyrics are like in and through the body. It's in and through the body. Right. And in that moment, I was actually just taking breaths and deep breaths and feeling grounded. Yeah. And I was like, wait, I feel like, ooh, I feel so at ease right now. This is amazing. Mm. So for anybody that, you know, sometimes people, especially the mind, they just don't feel like listening to a guided meditation or they just don't feel like meditating. You know, the mm. mind likes to tell us to not sometimes. And that's a part of the process, of course. Mm. But I think that listening to music like this is something that can simply ease the mind as well. Oh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thank love you it. So I much. love it. And um, I also love that Emery was on a few of the songs as well. She was. She and was. And they're amazing as well. It's. I was like, wait, Emery sings? What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's always, she's always um, had quite a voice, but she never, you know, never really – uh she was always quite shy you know yeah. and then with with this album like the song her that she's featured on for instance mm -hmm. for example that song was we wrote that together actually oh. yeah and we were it was just like we were just having like a whatever a chill day and she was like i'm so bored or 
whatever and they're like let's just make a song you know like for fun yeah and and we just were up in the studio just like messing around like and we came up with this cool idea but we only had like 40 seconds of it like it was just like a thing and I just saved it and kept it on the computer or whatever and then when when I went to North Carolina you know fast forward a few months later whatever mm-hmm. um, one of the thir- first things I did with Brad uh, was we listened to all of my demos that I'd created ah. so it's like over 30 songs or something wow. I had and he, we just went through it together and we're kind of like, yay or nay. And, and, um, and I, I was about to play her and I was like, oh, we don't have to listen to this. It's just like a little idea that, and he's like, no, 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 I want to hear it. I want to hear everything and played it for him. And he was like, <laughs> bro, this, we yes. got to finish this song. So I was like, really? Like, this was just made like, you know, <laughs> in kind of a joking manner. He's like, no, no, no. We got to finish this. So it was super, super cool to finish it and have her have her be there to to sing on the song. Was she already in North Carolina? She came to visit for like a few days. Yeah. And kind of in the middle because, you know, I was gone for like a month and uh, she just flew out just to to hang out. Um, And she, you know, she took some footage and of course helped with uh, yeah some of the visuals. So. It was just, it was just really, really fun. That is, uh, and I like the way that you incorporated her voice as well. Her vocals, it almost like as if it was harmonizing yeah. with yours. Yeah, and, like, yeah, it's it very together. special. It was so beautiful. Yeah, it was a good, good moment for us. What about? Did you guys write the old story together? No, that song I wrote separately, but it really had to do with, it had to do with like our relationship, you know, and um, kind of a tough period in our relationship of you know I think all all relationships you know they're not picture perfect and they're not like you know Instagram reality you know there's and I think that's one of the things we fall into as a young especially in a young kind of culture so that song was just we had a really kind of rough time in our relationship and we're really struggling to just uh yeah, keep it going, to be honest. And um, that was kind of a revelation that I, that song, I was lying in bed and was like about to go to sleep. And th- that line just came to me and I was like, oh my God. And I got up and kind of wrote this song and played it for the next morning. Um, and uh, it was just, I, I really wanted her to sing on it just because yeah. it was so intimate uh, yeah. to us. And um and I and I feel like she really brought that alive. That song, um, so it's it's an important song for sure. Oh, yeah, I have chills because also <laughs> like the strongest relationships do always have that challenging moment. Mm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, definitely very challenging. <laughs> yes, of course. But that <laughs> that was actually I'm obviously in a relationship with myself right now, and so that was like. Over one of those for myself. That's also a challenging relationship. Yes. To, like point very, out. Oh, very, very challenging <laughs> indeed. Indeed. And but you're saying like gotta let that mm-hmm. old story go. No, 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 you've gotta let that story go. Yeah. And, uh what you 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 just gotta let the good river flow into your heart. Mm-hmm. I started tearing because I'm like, I know. <laughs> yeah, well, I think we just as people, we just, I mean, me especially, I know, I just, I can hold on to things sure. that, you know, 
either one I created in my mind and aren't even real, know, you know, same. and then I hold on to that or, you know, something that's happened in the past, I can really kind of store it in my body and psyche. And it's just hard for me to, and, and that was a real, that was one of the things that was really causing us a lot of problems. You know, that was my fault. And, um, I just realized, dude, you got to get your shit together. Um, <laughs> And, you know, let this stuff go. And um, it's a really, yeah, the lyrics really mean a lot to me in that song. It's a really special song. Yeah, it's so, so beautiful. Short interruption to share a quick message from Euromagic's longtime sponsor, Skillshare. Now, Skillshare is offering the first 1,000 people who use Euromagic's link, Skillshare.com slash magic a free trial of a skillshare premium membership yes this is a new update for those who have been listening for a long time so now they're offering the first 1000 people to you who use the link skillshare.com magic a free trial of their premium membership so if you're unfamiliar with skillshare well skillshare is an online learning community for creatives like yourself who are very curious about exploring their hobbies of interest and also maybe even enhancing a skill that they you know already are very good at so skillshare is offering unlimited access to thousands of classes in illustration in design in freelancing in podcasting in photography video music so much more and skillshare offers creative classes that are designed for real life allowing skillshare classes to be short especially for those on a busy schedule the majority i guess are under 60 minutes so that's nice especially if you do have a very busy schedule or not a great attention span (laughs) anyway these lessons that skillshare offers really can help one stay inspired and express their true self creatively you know what i'm saying anyway i just got a new ipad so i could use procreate because you know digital illustration really inspires me so i'm interested obviously in digital illustration classes and i saw this class which has over a hundred thousand people by jerome vogal and it's called digital illustration learn to use procreate boom that's exactly what i want because past your magic guests and my friend becca writes i'm pretty sure she uses procreate allow me to list a couple other interesting classes like improve your writing use imagery to create immersive poetry or there's also creative writing crafting personal essays with impact by roxanne gay so interesting i know many of you are also interested in songwriting or even iphone photography portrait photography yeah there there are many many creative classes to go look at so again go to skillshare.com magic as one of the first 1000 people to join with that link for a free trial again skillshare.com magic and enjoy exploring and enhancing that creative soul of yours <laughs> mm. 
and then another song. Well, I obviously love all the songs, but I think the one that I keep playing the most. Yeah, tell me, tell me. Okay, okay. So I love, love, love Fire on Your House. Oh, cool. So much. And Walking Through the Door, there's actually, I, I've listened to all of them quite a bit since the release uh-huh. was not that long ago. <laughs> but, mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, Fire in Your House, I realize I just keep going back to for whatever reason. That's super cool. That's super cool. And I'm not even angry at anybody right now right just, there's something that re- it just resonates with that's super again. cool yeah that was a really tough song to decide to like release it was like a it was like oh. a big conversation in our <laughs> in our camp you know because I made that song not intending to like release it I was just oh. I was record yeah I just recorded it as kind of like a to, to kind of heal whatever my own wounds Mm -hmm. and uh i played it for like you know a few friends and like my manager and they were all like you have to release this song and i was like no 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 like i can't release this this isn't like my vibe or whatever (laughs) and there and uh it was a lot of back and forth and then when i went i took you know took it to brad and brad heard it and he and we had a really kind of deep conversation one night and i was just like you know I realized I was so attached to uh, this persona, you know, this like Trevor Hall, the spiritual singer, whatever persona, like my ego was so in the way. I can relate. Yeah. And I just thought like, (laughs) I can't, I can't release this because this is, this doesn't fit the persona. Right. And then it was like, Brad was like, yeah, but it came from you. Like it's you, you know? And I was like, yeah, I know, but, and he's like, no buts, like, it came from you, like, and I just realized, like, this whole album was, was about being honest in every aspect, you know, of my humanness, and a lot of times I find in the kind of, especially, like, to be honest, in, like, these, like, spiritual communities. um, Oh, I know what you're about to say. I can't agree more, but keep going. Yeah, it's just this, like, it's just this, like, we have to just always pretend to be this way yep. you know and it's like no like <laughs> fuck that like we really have to be raw yeah. and truthful and and I just had to really kind of let myself go and and um releasing the song was very it was like I was pretty nervous but at the same time I knew it was the right thing to do just because even people, even even the people, like so many people were supportive, but even the people that said to me, like comments or whatever that were like, oh, this isn't like, I don't like this song because it's, it's, um, you know, not your vibe, Wait, what? you know, or like, it doesn't really fit the trap. I was like, perfect. Because that, <laughs> that's exactly what I'm trying to do. Like, yes. I'm a human being, like. So it, that was a really kind of big story on the on the whole uh, record. It was like we went back and forth, back and forth, and then finally, I uh, you know decided, okay, let's let's do this. Okay, first of all, I am so so happy that you shared this because one of my messages yeah. recently has just been about you know, especially just the Western spiritual community. They've painted this version of spirituality where some of us feel like we have to embody, whereas we're really just wanting to embody our authentic, true self. And everybody's mm-hmm. so versatile, but also mm-hmm. we're human. We're, we we de- we decided to be human in this life, and 
we experience sadness and anger and also happiness and so on and so forth. But I love that you've let go of having to, I didn't even know that you were actually even holding on to that image up for a bit. So that's really mm-hmm. amazing that you're vulnerable to share that. Yeah. Well, I think it like, it happens, it happens without us knowing, right. For sure. You know, it's like, it's like the way people view us, we kind of take that, you yeah. know, and put that into this like image you know or persona and then it's like we have social media which further feeds like this kind of I hate to say it unreal persona and then it 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 just and then people we meet throughout our lives oh and they they share their opinions of us so we it's like we build it we build it and then there comes a point where it's like wait like who am I yeah like who am I really like am I am I all this? Or like, is this just like a, a a thing that I've built in my head, you know? And what do I really feel? What, how do I, what do I really want to say? You know, um, what do I really believe in, you know? And that's a really awesome moment because you're really kind of being very direct, you know, and very just, uh, you know, fuck all this other shit. I'm going to cut this off. I want to go into the essence, you know? So I think it kind of happens unconsciously for a lot of us mm-hmm. where we've kind of built this thing without us even knowing it. And then we're like trapped. We're like living inside it. But um, and we don't realize it till we're like trapped or something. It's kind of strange, strange journey. This is one of the biggest things. And no one really knows about this on my podcast right now. But this is one of the things that I've really been going through mm. since maybe like I don't know, quarantine started or something, but I'm like, wow, what do I really, like, who am I really beyond this image of what I thought, like, who I was, and uh, it's just, that's, I had no idea this conversation would go there, but that is beautiful. Yeah, yeah, for sure, it's, it's, I think quarantine's also brought it up, you know, more obviously, because we're, a lot of us are having to sit with ourselves more than we'd like, you know, so (laughs) So Uh it's kind of naturally there, you know, yeah. Well, and also, I am similar to you in a sense where I kind of tend to rebel sometimes with things. And I was like, am I just rebelling against the spiritual movement? Because there's all these Mm. spiritual egos. And now I'm starting to realize like, no, it's just I have so much that I spiritually bypass. And I'm simply just human that Mm. wants to release a lot of things that I've been suppressing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's a journey. (laughs) (laughs) It's a journey. It's a journey. I have another, now I'm going to listen to Fire on Your House with a completely different perspective. Yeah, for sure. And I knew that there was something there, though. I didn't know why, but I knew there was something there. And now I know why that we talked about it. But I thought you were going to say that song was about somebody. And so that's why you couldn't release it. Oh, no. Well, the song is about like certain people, you know, or or this this and that. No, absolutely. No, no, it's okay. Um, They know who they are. Yeah, it's, it's, um, it it was just like again i i made that with no intention of putting it out and and the hard part of putting it out was i was attached to unconsciously you know kind of attached to this persona of i i'm not allowed to do that i'm not allowed to and that was that was very interesting to feel that we're also always evolving humans you were always probably releasing something authentic to you because mm. you know again we're really evolving and growing and 
I'm just glad that you're celebrating your human who you are today because, I mean, you've evolved in so many different ways and people don't even know because they're not with you 24 seven. They mm. don't know the backstory. They don't know what's behind the scenes. They don't know what you're going through. Right, so right. anybody that shares hate, I just, that's so silly, but you know, you triggered something with them for sure. And, you know, hopefully they'll see whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Yes, for sure. I love a natural look with some shimmer. I love that lightly soft contour, but add, of course, some shimmer and some blush, some highlighter, a whisk of eyeliner on the outer edges, and, of course, a strong lengthening mascara that does not clump or flake. That's basically the look I usually go for. So whether you like a more natural look or full glam or somewhere in between, you'd love Thrive Cosmetics because you're not only getting quality cosmetics, but you're also contributing to a good cause. And you also might already know of them as they have a pretty viral, vibrant turquoise tube on social media for their mascara. And it is a game changer. It is. I'm so happy that Thrive Cosmetics is not just stunning, but also 100% vegan and cruelty-free. And it's packed with clean, skin-loving ingredients. Their high-performance formula set the bar high with uncompromising standards. So no wonder their bestsellers boast thousands of glowing five-star reviews. And what also makes them even more special is that every purchase with Thrive Cosmetics contributes to making communities thrive. Hence the name. I mean, it's also spelled C-A-U-S-E Medics. Thrive Cosmetics. So it's not just about beauty. I mean, they're truly about giving back. So with your support, they donate products and funds to support communities in need through responsive giving. That's why they've been my beauty obsession since 2020. I've been using their Liquid Lash Extensions Mascara since 2020. I mean, this is a magical mascara that lasts all day without a hint of clumping or smudging or flaking. And removal is a breeze as all I need is warm water and a washcloth. Pretty simple. And also here's the best part. The nourishing ingredients in this flake free tubing formula not only gives you the length and definition that you crave, but also it supports longer, stronger, and healthier looking lashes over time. It's a love story for your lashes. So Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash magic. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash magic for 20% off your first order. How do you deal with hate comments or negative comments? <laughs> <laughs> I just read them and I stew. I just, no, no, I just, no, no, no. I, you know, I, I used to, I don't know. It depends. It really depends on what it is, to be honest, or, or the, the wording that is used, I guess. I recently had a really hard time with it just because a friend of mine, you know, went through some stuff Mm -hmm. um, and it kind of, it, it, it kind of uh, bled, I think, into our community. Yeah. Um, oh. And I was just so appalled by what people were saying yeah. um, and, and where people were taking this story that had, that was just so, oh my God, was so off the mark um, mm-hmm. and being accused of so many things that I, had nothing to do with was just so weird to me. Um, And then trying to, I think be as authentic as I could and like make it right. um, 
and then still getting like all sorts of shit was just like this is just there's no point to this you know there's no point Um, they were giving you shit oh my god yeah it was really it was bad it was so bad i thought you released a statement i did i did release a statement that I was trying to, it's kind of a touchy subject. Yeah, we don't have to talk about it. No, no, it's good. It's good to talk. I mean, it's good to talk about, but I, I did release a statement to try to bring clarity to where our position, you know, because so many people were writing me saying all sorts of horrible things because I wasn't saying anything or speaking up and I didn't, I didn't support this and that. And it was just like a shit show. And I just was like going back and forth, you know, I got to say something or not and this and that. And then, you know, I called my friend and was like, I have to like, if you're not going to say anything, I have to say something, you know, mm-hmm. and I had to let him know. And I and um, yeah, I made the statement and it, it's it hurts. I, I mean, it's it's still very it really hurts. Yeah. Yeah, but to to really like get into that thing of like hate comments and all this stuff, you know, people don't social media has become so fucked up mm-hmm. in that regard because um people feel like they can say whatever they want to say because they don't see the reaction. Mm-hmm. Right? If I'm in front of you and I look at you and I'm like, "Man, you're ugly." You know, I'm going to see your reaction i'm gonna see your face i'm gonna see your your physical reaction um and it's gonna make me feel bad right because i'm seeing the reaction but if i am on social media and i call you ugly from a comment i don't see any reaction i just i get to put my phone down and laugh right or assume the reaction yeah and i i think that that's like been a, a really huge problem where people they don't see the reaction and they also don't um, – they truly don't understand, like, anything when we're, when, we're on, when we're on social media. Like, how things are portrayed and how th- things really are are, are very, very different. Um, and when I receive comments that are just so – some of them I have to laugh because they're just, like, so left field. Like, I'm like, oh, my God, this is so off the mark whatever. Um, but I have to put, I have to like remind myself of those things, you know? Okay. Like this person doesn't know me. Number one, you know, they don't know me personally, but they feel like they have to let me know, you know, what they're thinking or, or how they feel about me, which is fine, whatever, but (laughs) they don't, they don't know me, you know, and, um, what they're projecting onto me has nothing to do with me exactly um it it has to do with them and their story and i just have to kind of keep bringing myself back to that but it's hard you know it's like you get some some comments really sting yep i don't know you just you just have to ride the wave (laughs) but it's it's yeah it's 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 not fun i've personally kind of gotten to this point with social media that i just i can't take it anymore but (sighs) Same. But I'm like in this world where a lot of our um, community, you know, mm-hmm. are that that are our fans or whatever. Are this that's they're on social media. That's how we let them know mm-hmm. about a new album or whatever. 
So it's just kind of a tricky situation, but just trying to trying to do our best, you know, trying to do our best and use it for good, use it for a positive thing. Yeah. Um, and, and, and just leave it at that. And I guarantee you probably get 60, 70, 90 times more love than the negativity. It's just the negative ones stand out and they sting. Yeah, it's so but- true. You know, you can read the whole thing and then you get like <laughs> one bad comment. You're like, fuck. And you just stew on that one comment, you know. But it's just whatever. It's just the nature of our minds. Yeah. Except for maybe like DMs or something. I'm very lucky that podcasts, well, if I look at the Apple reviews, I can just search the most favorable. So they'll just show me like mm. five-star loving reviews. Oh, yeah. I have to read the negative ones anymore. And I'm like, yes. It makes right. It so much easier. Because some people will say things that I'm like, that that really, ooh, ouch, ouch. Yeah, and yeah. I still remember those to this day. And I'm like, okay. But I also know, well, first of all, people have, you know, apologized later on because they're just going through something. And I learned mm. that people really do, unless – they're really going through a tough time themselves or obviously we there was so much chaos this past year. So everybody, you know, especially during June, July, August, like there was so much going on in the world that people, I too felt fiery, fired up. Right, not for sure. So, yeah, and not so in my normal headspace, but people lash out and they're just like lashing out on a lot of things yeah. and actually really nothing to do with you and when everything simmers down i'm sure that the people that send you anything negative they're gonna regret it <laughs> i don't know but <laughs> i do you know at the, at the end of <laughs> at the end of the day i think it's also a good you know uh, lesson to not be sure. affected by either yeah the blame or the praise you know there's the eastern wisdom right there we, we, we just go straight you know we just walk forward so I'm not really good at it, so don't ask me. But (laughs) (laughs) no, for sure, though, it's there are so many lessons in Eastern wisdom, such as that they had no idea, probably that. Well, they could have, I don't know, but something like Instagram or whatever would come forward, and you know, people really, really feed into finding more positive feedback, positive comments. But you know, then the negative ones, yes, and out. So yeah, (laughs) you know. Irregardless, your album is absolutely amazing. Oh, thank you. So I did an Insta story asking for questions. And obviously, because it's you, I received a shit ton. And (laughs) (laughs) hopefully they're hopefully they're good. (laughs) Let's see how many we can cram in in our short window of time. Yeah, no problem. No problem. So this one is from at Sacred Space Travel cool name um what's the meaning behind there's a fire on your house i sit back and watch it burn well the that you know it's gosh where do i start with this one (laughs) um fire on your house does it it's not it's not only me calling out to somebody and say hey you know there's fire on your house and i'm standing here watching it burn you know It, it, it it's it's also there's fire on my own house as well and I think that the fire represents something almost like a guilty conscience or something that's been done that cannot be undone in a way to kind of talk in a fierce way. And um, when that happens, it's like your foundation is sh- is shaken, you know, and uh, that fire is just it is it's it's a purifier, right? You know, um, fire is is what purifies so many things, yeah. you know, and um, 
in one way I feel like it's 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 there's fire on your house is like yeah it's kind of calling somebody out or calling certain parts of myself out but also it's like it's also even though it is a kind of dark difficult thing it's also purifying what was there and um it it also has to do with you know there's nothing i can do when it's like i i sit by and watch it burn it's like you've you've dug your own hole here and you're i can't do, you know i i can't uh help you now you know i've tried you know but um there comes a point where it's like i can't just keep um putting myself in that position you know and sometimes when you stand apart and you stand alone like that that is a form of love in a very deep kind of fierce way and I think that uh not a lot of us recognize that you know not a lot a a lot of us are like love is like you're there you're nurturing you're sometimes sometimes we need that fierce love you know and that's kind of what the song I guess refers to. Oh, that's beautiful. Fierce love. That's yeah. so true. That's so true. Yeah. Um, this one's from Fred33, and he did FR3D33. <laughs> <laughs> Why wasn't put down what you are carrying on the new album? That's a good question. It's a really good question because that was also a big conversation within the team. We made, when we made Put Down What You Are Carrying, we were kind of it was like a it was like a while ago and i always intended for the song to be like a single um it's very very important for me very important for me for every song on an album to have a link through it all you know a connection through it all um not only with content but sonically everything and i've had to make the really difficult decision of in the past too of when songs kind of come together, you know, they find their own way. And when they come together, there's a few or a couple or one that are left behind. Um, left behind meaning they just are not on the album as a whole. Right. And when I was listening to all these songs and making all these and kind of formulating this sequence um, for the record, that song just didn't seem to it's a it's an awesome song i love the song i'm like so happy that i got to sing with brett and the whole thing um but it just didn't seem to fit in the journey from you know the start of the album to the end of the album and i just had to make that kind of decision of okay well do i just want to put this on because it needs to go on or do i want to think of this project as like as a whole and what what i think is 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 uh the best version of this story i guess mm. so i had to yeah I, I i left it out because that's what i thought was um necessary for the for the album yeah that makes sense i mean the song also it stands alone just beautifully so yeah. <laughs> but that's thank you so interesting to hear that type of process because i was curious as well so yeah 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 i mean a lot of people did ask me that and Rightfully so, you know, because it's like, why'd you release this single? Yeah. Um, but I just, I wanted to, obvi- I wanted for people to hear the song and for it to get out there. But, and I, and I also wasn't sure if it was going to be on the album or not. You know, I don't know that till the end. Right. And it just kind of happened that way. 
I like this question because we can expand on it a little bit because a lot of people asked about Emery and her and all that. So let's see. Within Wildlight asks, I'd love to hear the story behind her. Her. Yeah, yeah. And I know you already shared, but. Oh, no, um, no. It's good. It's a, I, I can go a little bit deeper into it. Cool. So the song is, you know, it's it's kind of all rotates around um, something that we talk about but don't show. Right. That's the, the chorus. And um, yeah. in the verses, it's kind of all these like little pieces of uh, or almost like little images of, of um, something special, you know, and that, that thing that's special can be anything, you know, it can be a relationship. It can be um, not with, you know, not a necessarily a relationship with a person. It can be with a idea or. Uh, a group of folks or whatever it may be, you know? Um, and I find that, um, again, kind of getting, t- bringing up like our generation now and everything is being um, shared. It's like we, we eat a meal, we take a picture of it, we post it. We, we're <laughs> in the car, we're sh- we're, we post it, you know? We're yeah. waking up in the morning, we post it. We're walking the dog, we're posting it, you know? Everything is being shared, 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 shared. And in some ways, in some ways, I think that's really cool. It's amazing, right? It's amazing that we get to share um, and make these connections with so many different people. On the other hand, I feel like there's things within our lives that are so sacred that they shouldn't be shared. Um, they they shouldn't be revealed fully because... Um, if they are, they kind of lose some of that special quality, that uh, power in a way. A lot of my teachers have always expressed that to me, each one independently has said, you know, don't share the inner, like your innermost mood or feeling because mm. um, it will leave you, you know. So in this song, it's kind of referring to that, like, and it has to do with obviously my relationship with Ems and how we've always been very, very conscious of how much we share of like us. Of course we share, you know, stories of how we met and this and that and whatever, like pretty cool details or uh, of, of the relationship, but like the deep innermost, like intimate things we don't share, you know, we keep that to ourselves because it's special that way, you know? Um, Unfortunately, it's like, you know, it's like when you look at like a lot of couples that like have started like reality shows, you know, about their, a lot of them get divorced, you know, like, and I feel like it's because it's because they're like revealing something that's too intimate, you know, Um, it's not that we don't want to talk about our really, you know, and or talk about our love for each other. Right. But I'm just talking about those intimate moments. And that's what that line means. You know, it's something that we talk about, but we don't show. We can talk about certain things, but we're not going to show our, like, intimate places, you know. Um, and I just think that's, I just think that's so important. And I and I hope that people can bring that back into their lives, you know. Because sometimes when people express their innermost feelings, it's not only harmful for the person that's expressing them, it's also harmful for the person that's um taking it in and hearing it um so that's kind of what that song is about and um 
it's 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 a really really different totally different song than like anything i've ever done which is really cool and fun that's so so special and sacred honestly i'm glad and i appreciate any couple especially that just keeps most things private because it is your business only and also that just makes it so much more valuable like i i whenever i have that future hubby boy whatever I indeed intend to just keep a lot of things sacred. Yes, it's important. It's important. Absolutely. Let's see. Maybe I'll just do a couple more. Yeah. We'll do. Rakalea asks, did he ever have to get over recording fears? So probably like a fear of recording. And please, oh, and please send my love and gratitude for his contribution to the planet. (laughs) 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 I'm not sure how much I've done, but I'll take it. Um, uh, recording fears to be honest like recording is like my happy place (laughs) I mean it is it is truly like my home and I always feel yeah I always just feel so (gasps) excuse me comfortable in uh in the space um it's just a place for me to receive things it's also a place for me to express things to learn things, um, just to have fun, just to be in joy. And, um, so there's not really any type of fear surrounding Mm -hmm. any of it. The only time there may be, um, that feeling is like, if I have to record for, uh, somebody else's project or, Uh, or, um, Or I'm in the, or I'm in a room and there's like a bunch of people watching because the recording process for me is very lonely, not in a negative way. Right. It's very, um, it's a space where I'm alone and it's just me and whatever that is that's moving uh, through me. Um, and it's really hard for me to like create around other people mm, that makes sense. sometimes uh so the only time i would maybe some fear would come or some nervousness anxiety like this would be if it's for somebody else's project or or um there's just a lot of people um in the studio at that time but i'm just i love creating i love recording and um usually you know most of the time yeah there's not any fear around it yeah well and you're in your world expressing like yes. what you just wrote down and yeah you also get to you know have a couple takes you know that didn't work out the first time yeah exactly no <laughs> <laughs> which happens all the time <laughs> um okay let's see oh Sully O Suliol. I'm so bad at reading these usernames. Okay. <laughs> oh, this is good because we were talking about fierce love before. Oh, good. Okay. So she asked, How did you connect to Kalima begin? How did your connection to Kalima begin? Oh. And how has she played a part in your life and music? Oh Lord, that's a big question. I know. That's a big question. <laughs> um Well, it all kind of happened through, um, in high school, I was, I was, um, really interested in just like mysticism, you know, I was always interested in like meditation and like all these things just naturally. I don't know. It was just how it was. And, uh, my, I had a teacher, um, at my boarding school, my high school that was kind of a devotee, a, a, a meditator himself. And he kind of 
took me under his wing a bit and was teaching me, you know, just some simple meditation and this and that. And then one weekend, um, he said, oh, I, I go, I usually go to this monastery like once a month or something that's um, down in Trabuco Canyon, uh, which was like a couple hours from the school. And he was like, if you want to come, you know, cause you knew I was so interested in, in this type of these types of things, you can come and we can just stay the weekend and, and then come back to school. And I was like, yeah, like I'm so into it. Aww. And to, so to make a long story short, we went down to this monastery and um, met these uh, uh, people that had a, a temple there separate from the monastery um, that he had already knew. And it was a Kali temple. Yeah. And they invited us for tea and we went over there and that was kind of the first time I saw an image of Ma and I was like, whoa, these people are in a cult. This is some <laughs> fucked up shit. Like, I ain't about this. Like, you know, um, and I was like, kind of like, whoa, I got to get out of here type of thing. Yeah. But at the same time, I had this like magnetic kind of pull, you know, it's kind of undescribable. And I was just looking at this figure that was kind of fearsome, but so beautiful. And I was like, it baffled my mind. How could, how could she be beautiful? You know, when she's holding like a head and the sword and, you know, all these things. So um, it just kind of happened like that. And then, you know, I went to India and um, that was, I, I just, you know, I just fell in love with her. And um, I went to a lot of temples in India that were very famous, like Kali temples. And it just, you know, it's hard to explain. I just felt um, a deep, deep connection with her. Um, And uh, ever since then, you know, my life's been pretty wild. (laughs) You know, she's a wild goddess, but um, but she's a mother, you know, and um so many of my songs, all of my songs, you know, we have an expression in our house. We sometimes we say like from mother to mother. Um, I even sing it in the song, My God, you know, from mother back to mother, because Ma is, is the mother of everything. You know, she's the mother of creation of everything. So all these things that are coming through all these songs, you know, I look at it as, oh, this is Ma. Yeah right? This is coming from Ma. And then when I sing them, they go back to her, right? So we have this expression from mother to mother. So And so many of my songs are in devotion to um, her and um, and speak of my kind of attitude, I guess, um, towards her. Um, so it, to answer the second part of the question, yeah, she's she's oh. everything to me, you know? Uh, so, and and that um, it just keeps getting, you know, deeper and deeper as we go. But I never expected, you know, like it's so it's so funny because I remember like before I left for California, like I'm from South Carolina, yeah. like South Carolina, small town, whatever, and yeah, an island, an island, yeah. And when I was when I was uh, first leaving for boarding school. In like tenth grade, I remember I was I was going to this art school in California, 
you know, in California <laughs> was like this crazy place to us South Carolina people. And I remember like one of my uncles or something like we were, we had, we were having like a bunch of people over or whatever and at my parents' place. And one of my uncles was like, not, you know, sat me down and Trevor, you know, you gotta be careful out there in California. You know, he's like, there's lots of crazy people out there. There's lots of cults, you know, and, and before you know it, you know, you got like Hare Krishna people out there and you're going to have dreadlocks and you're going to have tattoos and you're going to be, and like, sure enough, like, you know, three years later, I'm like all tatted up, you know, I got like dreadlocks and it's just so funny, but they got me. <laughs> so it was just really, really funny. Yeah. That is amazing. By the way, your dad's a drummer. Yeah. My dad's what, a drummer. Yeah. Yeah. What does he think about your career? And you know, Oh, he's like, I have to calm him down. He's like, <laughs> he's such a rock star. Like Aww. no, his name's Jeff, but nobody calls him Jeff. Everybody calls him jammer. Jammer. That's so, cute. Jammer. Yeah. So, um, He's just a bigger rock star than than me. He's just like he loves the stage. He loves playing music. He loves meeting people. He Aww. loves having a good time. And so he's always, you know, oh my god, he's like if he's at a concert, it's just like you got to kind of like Calm him put down. him in a put him in a cage <laughs> and be like, just stay here. Don't do anything. That's so know? cool. He's a real rock star. No. Oh yeah, he's the best. He's so sweet. Yeah. Wow, yeah. that's cool. He's one of your influences. Yeah. For sure. I mean, he was you know brought me up on music, so that's so uh, cool. Yeah, special. One thing about Kali as well. Did you ever see the Kumari goddess in uh, Nepal? No, I've never seen the Kumari. Um, I said it's so American. I apologize, but <laughs> no, 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 no. You're fine. No, no. Um, I've been to the house where she stays. Yes, um, because, amazing. Yeah, yeah, because there's not. You know, she only comes out at like certain times. Yep. Um, and I think that the the times of year that we've been there, um, she doesn't. It's not so much of a public thing. Right. But I've been to the house like where she stays, um, and that just being in there was like kind of intense. Yeah, I'm just like whoa, the Kumari's like the Kumari's like up here in one of these rooms. Yeah. like you know, I think Emery might have seen the Kumari really? before, but you know, she changes. They change, right. you know. They do. Um, and so I, yeah, I, I mean, I I have friends that have seen her, and they just kind of describe like whatever you think, you know, whatever your beliefs are, whatever, it's kind of, in it's kind of intense, you know, when you see like this, this, this little girl that's venerated as like a living goddess, it's like, whoa. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Have you seen the Kumari? I did in December oh, wow. and it was, Oh, so, this past December. This was, Yeah. December, 2019. I oh, was there cool. with, I think, you know, Vishuddha. Uh, Maybe not. Oh, Vishuddha, Vishuddha. Yeah. Yeah. Vishuddha. yeah. I call him Vish. Yeah. Yeah. I always yeah Vish. Yeah, yeah. 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 So I was there with him and another friend. So we walked into her palace for like a moment. Patton. 
and then a paten. Yeah, I think it's in okay. paten. Yeah. Uh, I just kept calling it a palace. <laughs> yeah. No, no, the town, the the area of Kathmandu, oh, it's called Paten. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. And then we uh, walked out. And we were just walking around, and he just had this random nudge. He's like, "We got to go back there. I don't know why." I was like, "Okay." So we did. And then moments later, guess who's walking out? Oh my <laughs> like, god! And what was the what was the feeling? So for me, okay, well for Vish, he felt this very empowering fierceness that he's never seen before. Just uh-huh. this, you know, intensity of pure strength. Right. And me, my interpretation was like she was upset and sad and didn't want to do mm, what she was doing. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean that's a that's a really important observation you know because it's it's an interesting tradition yeah you know and uh, like emery and i read this article i think uh, of of kumaris that are like no longer the kumari right yeah and you can imagine these these little girls they don't really have a choice exactly and they're, they're kind of put in this um position and they have all these people attending to them and like and then one day it's over oh you know and and you're just you're out and you're whatever a normal you know girl and you've had this upbringing that no other child has had um so it's got to be so confusing uh for them so it's it's a very uh, it is quite controversial in some aspects um but it's a tradition that has been going on for thousands of years um so it's it's just interesting it's very interesting. I have chills just thinking about it. So they just walk after they're the Kumari. They just walk out into the world and they're no longer, well, because they're the incarnate of Kali. They say, or so the they goddess. No yeah, are. the goddess. Yeah. 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 So interesting. Yeah, it's it's very interesting. It's very interesting. We should have a documentary to see what happens afterwards for yeah. all the women to meet up. Oh, I know. It'd be so interesting. Like, so, yo, you were the Kumari? Oh, cool. I was a Kumari too. You know? <laughs> I wonder what that conversation would be like. Yeah, for yeah. real though. Anyway, oh, I don't want to take up too much more of your time. This has been absolutely amazing. Oh, thank you so much. Beyond thankful to have you on this third time. You're more welcome to come on anytime as well. Thank you so much. Yeah, we're very grateful. <laughs> I'm so grateful. And before you go though. Yes. I got to ask you the question I've asked you a couple of times and your answer is going to likely be different because you know oh, we're God. evolving beings oh gosh um, okay <laughs> hit me oh this is like a this is like a, a common question yeah yeah, okay, yeah. Okay. It's, it's, i've asked you before yeah, okay yeah. how would you advise the, your own magic listeners to create their own magic okay what did i say last time it doesn't matter it doesn't it matter, doesn't matter. Out the window. everybody changes it up because we're all going through different things different yeah paths, you know? to create your own magic Oh, gosh. I mean, the first thing that comes to mind would be, I mean, I'm hearing like surrender and um, Mm. getting out of your own way is probably pretty important. Yeah, I think like I'd have to, I'm going to like go off my surrender kind of kick here. I love that. You know, we, 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 as human beings, especially um, in our modern kind of day and culture, we're so obsessed with being in control. You know, we're so obsessed with holding on and and controlling our life and controlling the results and controlling other people. And, you know, it's just 
an obsession because I feel like um, when we're not in control, it's a very scared place for us to be. You know, it's like, because it's like, oh, what will happen? You know, but I think that when we are able to surrender our control and surrender to the just the way of this cosmic whatever universe or whatever you want to call it that's when true true like magic can happen because there's so much space that's created and when we're constantly holding on to things and this and that there's no room you know there's no room for imagination there's no room for um, creativity there's no room for freedom you know we think we're free when we're controlling our lives, but I don't think that, I think it, it may be otherwise. I could be wrong, but um, surrender has always been such an incredible um, aspect in my life. And I think most of us, including myself, like we, you know, we hear the word surrender and it's like, oh, it's like a negative thing. Cause it's like something else won, you know, or, or something like that. But I'm not really speaking of surrender in that sense. Um, I think it's it's more of a sense of just consciously giving over to something greater. Yeah. Yeah. Consciously giving over to something greater because, yeah, when that happens, there's unlimited potential. Um, There's truly like unlimited magic, you know. Um, It's like if we're, you know, talking about mods, like, you know, you're, if I'm surrendering to this this uh, goddess um, who is the mother of the universe, right? Even mm. when I think I'm in control, how foolish am I to think that, right? <laughs> when she is like the empress of the three worlds, you know? That's my thing, you know? So it's like my whole, my personal attitude is to surrender to her always in every moment. Wow. And I've I've found... In my own journey, I can only speak for myself that when I've done that, um, there's a there's a great deal of of magic that's created. So, my advice would be to surrender to whatever it is you're almost like afraid of, um, because that will really unlock so many, um, so many doors in your in your life. And did I say that last time? I have no idea, but whatever just happened, that was beautiful. Like, I'm on the edge of my seat. Oh, yeah. I can't remember what I said last time, but that I'll, 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 I'm going with that. That's my thing. I'm going that, with that. Well, that works. I love that. That was beautiful. So beautiful. Oh, thank you. Where can everyone connect with you? Um, we have our websites, trevorhallmusic.com, and we have everything there obviously um but you know we're on all the the socials um trevor hall music on instagram and i think it's the same for facebook too and twitter Mm -hmm. i don't know i don't really use those (laughs) too much anymore Uh, but um but yeah we're out there and um we got the new album out and and uh, and through the body and and through the body hope people enjoy it (laughs) (laughs) do you prefer people to go to itunes or spotify or does it not matter that doesn't matter to me as long as people enjoy it and hear it um that's what's that's what matters 
and watch the cool visuals on YouTube. Which watch the visuals, yeah. I love that your album's called In and Through the Body, and then you're standing there, and your other, your soul or whatever is going in and through your body. Oh yeah, that was not planned. That was what? just like, yeah, we because we took we took like two takes of that uh-huh. up there at this really beautiful lookout that I love going to, and um, when we sent them to our editor, he was like, oh, I'm not sure if you're gonna like like this idea, but I like put two of them together and then I was like, yo, this is so, this is super cool. So it wasn't, it wasn't a planned thing. Yeah. Dude, wait, what? That is amazing. And it's like you're going in and through. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It it worked out. out. (laughs) So much magic right there. And you surrender to the editor and look what happened. There we go. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Trevor, thank you so much. Thank you so, so much. It was great to speak with you. Yomis, that is a wrap. That is a wrap for this episode. I hope that something spoke deeply to you, expanded you in some way. Please let me know if so. You can catch me on Instagram at Raquel Mantra. I spell Raquel a different way than most, so you can see the spelling in the show notes. Or hang out with Yomis, the like-minded, very conscious and expansive and helpful souls on the Euro Magic Facebook group especially a place to turn to when it comes to, well, whatever you're going through. And there are several tools on the Euromagic.life membership site. The Pyrite is monthly and the gold membership is just a one-time payment. But don't forget that experience called home. You can visit that at Euromagic.life forward slash home. And that will be with Brie Melanson and I, my fellow alien channeling palladian boss babe (laughs) all right well thank you so so much and have a magical rest of your day